Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Tommy John Surgery Times 2, and ask me questions if I was confusing. Well... You knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. Some players aren't going to be able to pitch this season. You knew it was going to happen. And about five or six years ago, somewhere around there, again, when I say five or six years ago, it could have been two or three, could have been 14, I don't know, five or six years ago, somewhere around there. I began to start taking this outlook regarding pitchers. I want all of them to do well, which wasn't a change. I want all of them to stay healthy, which wasn't a change. And I'm not going to respond much to any pitcher (laughs) until I know that they're pitching in spring training. Or with minor leaguers, that I know that they're pitching in minor league games. <laughs> I'm not even going to worry about it. I, I, it. There are far more important things for me to worry about than, where's this guy? Where's that guy? I haven't seen this. I, but, 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 uh, last year, someone called me on the carpet because, effectively, I was misrepresenting where Braylon Marquez was. Heck, I had no idea where Braylon Marquez was. I live in my house. I live in my house. I don't live in Arizona. I don't live in Tennessee. I don't live anywhere where there's a team. I live in my house. And if someone is giving me the impression that he's probably going to be on the Tennessee roster, I will either say, well, I heard he's probably going to be on the Tennessee roster. Or I could also say, I don't trust anything until I see it. Either or. And with Braylon Marquez last year, where's Braylon Marquez? Where, I, I have no idea. How would I know? How does anyone know where Braylon Marquez is unless they actually know Braylon Marquez? No idea. Well, when's, when's Cole Franklin going to pitch? When's go- Didn't pitch last year. He's pitching. He's been pitching this year, though. All you know is what you know. That's it. That is completely all that you know. Representing anything further than that, and I've done it, can lead to some big problems, especially if you don't say, hey, I'm hypothesizing here, or hey, I'm talking out of my butt, I'm blowing smoke up your tailpipe, I really don't know if this is accurate, but and I, I, I'm willing to do that all, all day long. But with pitchers, health is paramount. Health is paramount with pitchers. I get the impression sometimes people are more concerned about the health and welfare of Braylon Marquez than they are of their own children sometimes. How's Braylon Marquez? How's Braylon Marquez? I don't know, but your daughter has chicken pox. Yeah, I know, that sucks, but how's Braylon Marquez? How's Braylon Marquez? You don't know. 
we don't know how anyone is until there's news. And this applies more with pitchers because pitchers you don't you wouldn't necessarily see in a game. For instance, let's say you were out in Mesa. You're out in Mesa, you're watching, and it's the group of players that probably should involve, oh, let's say Cole Roderer. Cole Roderer ought to be out on the field because he's basically in the same age grouping, same talent grouping as the players that are out on the field. Again, you're at the backfields, you're sitting on a metal bleacher next to your buddy, your friend, your cousin, your your homie, or whoever he is, and uh, huh, not seeing Cole Roderer. Turn to your right, see there's somebody dressed up in their Cubs baseball regalia in their uniform. Hey, got a question. You don't have to have to answer me, but where's Cole Roderer? You know, shouldn't you? Oh, he's over at the other field. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. Or um, he has a bit of a strained quad. He'll be fine, but he's just taking a couple days off. Or actually, he's over there. You're right over there in the jersey in the jersey that says Rotorer on it. Oh, okay, cool. If you have information, then you go with it. But if you don't have information, then you don't go with it. There are a number of people who have done very nice jobs this offseason of projecting. These are where which pitchers will be pitching this season. Cubs rotation, Cubs bullpen, Cubs guys fighting for bullpen spots in spring training, guys in AAA, guys in the AAA rotation, guys in AA, guys in AA rotation, all the way across, all the way across, all the way across. And it's a fascinating bit of effort by them. I applaud them for their completeness, their effort, their concentration, their contemplation, all that kind of stuff. And years ago, I might have done that. I think I did that a couple of times. Then I got to a point where I realized, especially for pitchers, I don't know Jack. I don't know Jack. And I'll tell you one of the points that put me over. One of the points that put me over on that. 2017, my dad and I went out to Mesa for spring training. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was my second time there. I don't think I'll ever go again. But it was amazing. It was fantastic. And we were out there for 10 days. And when we got back, I, you know, had some comments to make, da 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 da, et cetera, et cetera. And shortly thereafter, the seasons began, because that's how the timing was. And when the season began, Edward Elzelay was the starting pitcher on opening day for Myrtle Beach, which was high A then. I was saying, oh, that's so adorable. Edward Elzelay, opening day starter. Why him? He's not that good because he hadn't shown anything yet. He really hadn't shown anything yet the year before or the year before. He just hadn't shown anything yet. But what happened was, he, he, here's what happened. Over the offseason, he figured some things out. He got with a pitching coach that he jived with, that he meshed with, and he figured some things out. 
And in 2017, Ed stepped it the heck up. Ebrelsley, he wasn't a thing. Then all of a sudden, 27 showed up, and he was a thing. Then after that, he had some injury concerns, some you know, this, that, and the other thing. And um, it took a while for him to uh, get to pitching regularly in the major leagues, and now he is who he is. And if you go on to baseballreference.com and type in A-D-B, enter, You'll see Adber Elzele. And if you type in A-L-Z, enter, you'll see Adber Elzele. It only takes either of three letters. And you'll know that it's going to be Adber Elzele. Um, but with pitchers, you don't know. Because what is important, especially with pitchers, is not... How was he doing last July? How was he doing last July? To us, how he did in July, how he did in August, how he did in his last start in September. You know, maybe he struck out nine guys in five and a third innings and only gave up one. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, the team that he was playing against could have been mailing it in for the year. Or he could have just had his off-speed pitches working particularly well. If you're getting over three pitches in the minor leagues, you're going to get people out. Probably going to strike a lot of them out. Um, What ends up happening is you get out to spring training. February, March, March crawls into April. And the coaches who have the awareness from last June, last July, last August, which are a whole lot more important than April and May. April and May, you, April and May are kind of like in the uh, college basketball, college basketball, college football. You, you, you play the first half to get to the second half. You just don't want to get blown out in the first or second half. You know, if you can get to, okay, whew, we're only down eight. Oh, okay. We, we can make up an eight-point deficit in the second half. That's what the April and May are about. You don't you do you don't want to lose players. You don't want to have people done for the year. But um coaches know what happened in June, July, August, into September. And based on that plus what's going on in spring training, hey, this guy's gonna go to advanced A, this guy's gonna go to low A, this guy's gonna go to double A, this guy's gonna go to triple A. This guy probably ought to be in the major leagues, but he's going to stop in AAA because we're not going to move him to the major leagues yet. The spring training is absolutely essential, and we're not watching. We're not seeing it. We're not there. And even if we are there, we're still not there. Because what ends up happening is when the spring training games for the minor league players get going, there are four games going on at once. Two at one site, two at the other. Two here, two there. And what ends up happening is each facility has a bit of a tower. A tower because there are at least four fields buttressed up against each other. There's a tower in between the two home plate sec the between the four home plate sectors and if there are two games going on you're gonna have two people videotaping 
videotape this game, videotape that game. Because afterwards, players going to want to see what he did. The hitter's going to want to see what he did. So yeah, you you everybody's videotaping this game and that game at the same time. So perhaps, perhaps, perhaps you're good enough and timed up well enough so you can watch this game. Then after that pitch, you look over your shoulder and watch the other game. Then you come back and watch this game, then watch that game. And you're watching two games at once, or maybe you're just watching one game, whatever it is. And, you know, having a chillax time, maybe talking with one of the players, etc., etc. Um, however it is that you're doing it. But there's two other games going on at another facility, and those two games are just, just as important as the two games you're watching. Somebody's videotaping those two games. So as you get the two games videotaped, once the people get back, okay, let's break down this videotape. However it is that they break down the videotape, it's it's on an iPad. It's like, okay, I want to watch all of this guy's pitches. I want to watch all of this guy's at-bats. I want to watch all of whatever it is. All of the chances in center by Cole Rover. I don't know what it is. But um, that's what's important in spring. What's important in spring is knowing what's going on, being aware, knowing who's ready to go to which locale, and keeping players healthy, which twice the Cubs have not done. There's some chatter about the Cody Hoyer injury because it was unsupervised. Well, of course it's unsupervised. The team isn't allowed to supervise anything. That's the lockout going on, folks. You're not allowed to watch players play. You're not allowed to watch players practice. You've got to go out and do whatever it is that he does and get warmed up and get ready and get it. And if something happens, something happens. That happens to pitchers. It's not a good thing, but it happens all the time. And somebody somewhere along the line, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, whatever. Oh, but the Rays never have that happen to them. Ah, bull crap. The Rays have more pitchers injured every year than anyone else because their pitchers are throwing 98-99. And what ends up happening is... Oh, this guy's got a UCL tear. He's done for the year. Let's put him on the 60-day disabled list, 60-day uh, injured list, and let's call up somebody else from the minor leagues to replace him. And when we call up somebody else from the minor leagues to replace him, uh, you know, at some point it's going to be a guy who, oh, okay, we're going to add this guy, and he's not on the 60 on the 40-man roster yet, but we can add him to the 40-man roster because da 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 da. The other guy just got hurt for the year, so he's on the 60-man roster, 60-day IL. So we can have this guy replace him on the 40-man roster. The Rays have tons of guys who are injured. If you would know that, if you would pay attention to the Rays, you would probably know that. Cody Hoyer's injury, unfortunate. It sucks. It would have been nice to have seen him pitch this season such as this season will be. But it happens. Don't ever be surprised by a pitcher getting injured. It happens. Pitchers do unnatural things with their arms. Now, softball pitchers, you know, you do the underhand pitch thing. That's kind of a normal action in human life. But throwing a ball 97 overhand, that's not a normal thing. You know, tossing a... Um, Tossing a ball to a child or something like that. Yeah, that's a reasonably normal action. Possibly even throwing a football. 
but throwing a baseball 97 and up, that's not natural, not even close. Which leads to the other injury. Drew Gray is, uh, has undergone Tommy John surgery, a third-round pick in 2021. Again, it sucks. It's unfortunate. I was looking forward to him possibly being on the Myrtle Beach roster this year. And you know the main reason I didn't have him on a list for the Myrtle Beach roster this year? You're right, because I don't have a list of players who are going to be on the Myrtle Beach roster this year because my opinion on that is inconsequentially unimportant. What I think does not matter, even in the least. Pitchers, infielders, outfielders, whatever. I hear so many people saying, Ed Howard had a bad year, and Ed Howard should start in Myrtle Beach. Ed Howard might start in Myrtle Beach, but he actually finished the season fairly well. And if you thought Ed Howard was going to have a good year in 2021, you were probably fooling yourself to start with. So, uh... The positions, the roster spots will be earned, will be claimed, and possibly, possibly, just a thought, just an idea here. The Cubs are probably very close to that 190-player mark. The 190-player mark, which is the off-season limit for how many non-40-man roster players a team can have. I don't know what the Cubs limit, uh, what the Cubs uh, roster is at now, my guess would be it would be 186, 187, 188, somewhere in that range. I've heard there had been some teams that were below 150 walking into spring training, which is apparently your owner doesn't want to win. Um, but if you hear someone being added to the Cubs roster, Cubs have just added a player from an independent league. And he's a pitcher, and he was a starter last year, and da 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 whatever. I'm not saying, but that might be an indication that somebody got hurt. Because if you're at the 190 limit, or right at the 190 limit, or right near the 190 limit, you're probably not going to add a player to the roster unless one of two things happen. Somebody gets released or someone gets injured and is going to be on the 60-day injured list. Because if someone's on the 60-day injured list, then they no longer take up a roster spot. And if you have a player getting flat-out released, that's another possibility. Similarly, back eh, about a month ago, Tyler Derna retired. Good defensive first baseman. Um... Played first base for South Bend while Bryce Ball was the DH. Occasionally they'd flip-flop, but Derna was the much better defensive first baseman. Walking into the Tennessee season, one would imagine that Ball will be the first baseman. And having Derna at first base and Ball DHing really doesn't necessarily serve a whole lot of purpose anyway, because after all, you're trying to develop talent. Derna has retired good luck to him in whatever it is that he does on into the future 
Um, but when a player retires, that also clears a four, uh, 190 man roster spot. So you never like to hear someone retiring. You never like hearing somebody get injured. You never like any of that kind of stuff. That said, if it does happen, it opens up a roster spot. Tommy John surgery should not come as a surprise to you. Tommy John surgery should not come as a surprise to you for pitchers. Tommy John surgery should not come as a surprise to you for pitchers who are even remotely interesting. And Tommy John surgery should definitely not come as a surprise to you for any pitcher who is even remotely interesting because he throws hard. No, I can't prove it. But I'm guessing that a lot of the people who are getting Tommy John surgery, they're just throwing too hard. They're just throwing too hard. And the likelihood of a person throwing 97, 98, 99, 100, getting Tommy John surgery, probably kind of up there. Probably kind of up there. If you have somebody who's throwing 54 miles an hour in, as a junior in high school, he's probably not going to get Tommy John surgery. Probably not. Um, could happen, but not as likely. Drew Gray, Tommy John surgery. Cody Hoyer, Tommy John surgery. It sucks. To an extent, next man up. To an extent, research which players make the most sense long term for 2021. And also, Cody Hoyer and Drew Gray, get well soon. Thanks for stopping by.